Hi, this is Ted from the Wizards of Odd podcast, and on behalf of myself and Don, we'd like to wish all of our listeners and their families a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Tonight's episode is an encore episode. It is our Christmas special from last year. We enjoyed doing it. We hope you enjoy listening again. So get your eggnog and your hot chocolate ready, sit back, and enjoy the show. The world we know is a collection of stories, tales, and legends, either real or imagined. All need to be told. There is a place to tell them. So if you want to go there, just click your heels and come join us. The Wizards of Odd. That's piqued your interest. Merry Christmas, Don. It certainly paints an interesting picture. My <laughs> Yuletide friend. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? What what good song? What does good Christmas Carol doesn't have "Burn in Hell" in it? I want to thank uh, Rusty Cage for the "Krampus is Coming to Town" song. That's just a little bit of the beginning. I, I didn't want to go too deep on that. Um, before we before I even give information out about what's going on and all. Um, if you listen to this show with children, um, I, I think I think it kind of could be a kid friendly show. I mean, we, we barely curse or anything. Like we're that. coming for them. Um, not tonight, because tonight we're gonna have we're gonna talk about some terrifying Christmas legends. The main one we're gonna talk about, obviously, is Krampus, but we will have some uh, two or three other uh, terrifying Christmas legends that. I just don't think kids should listen to. <laughs> they're pretty amazing. I mean, they're variations of the same thing, but they're horrible. They're absolutely terrible. I mean, I mean, did you really have to scare kids that badly? That's the. I think that's the most terrifying thing about it is that that people were like well, they thought that was a good idea. Yeah, they probably. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, this beautiful season, and then we're like, all right, let's scare the kids so bad that they basically shit their pants. That's, it's like it's like my nephew to to this day. He's like in his forties now, right? I mean, he looks about when he was younger, a little baby, little kid running around. My father used to tell him every year that he was up on the roof with a thirty caliber machine gun. He was going to shoot Santa Claus down. Yeah, that's just awesome. But he talks about it. He still laughs about it because he knew he was a joke. And he's like, eh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe that's the kind of thing you want to keep the kids, to, you know. Well, have a good time, but don't forget reality. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. Well. <laughs> All right, so um, just before we get started, if you're new to the Wizards of Odd podcast, I want to thank you for stumbling across us, and we hope you enjoy the show. If you are a regular listener, uh, thank you so much. Um, 
And if you can, take the time to kind of turn somebody else on to the show. Yeah. Um, it's how we grow. And um, if you get the opportunity and you can rate and review us on Apple or Spotify, that would be great. It goes a long way uh, towards the algorithms, however that works, to getting us so that when people do a search for certain things like Paranormal or Bigfoot or Krampus, uh, we'll come up. Yeah. And that would be great. Uh, so if you can do that, we would really, really appreciate that. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, you can email us. You can go to the web- website, wizardsofoddpodcast.com. And that's uh, that's how you, let's get all that out of the way. Because we would hate to have Krampus have to come to your house, Clarice. Exactly. If you're not going to share it, if you're not going to do those things, we will have Krampus come and Krampus talk to you. Krampus will be there. <laughs> but this is going to be fun. This is our Christmas special, Don. Th- and this was inspired totally by Philip Juleson, who's in, in Alabama, one of our listeners in Alabama. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's binged. He's listened to all the episodes. He sent us a uh, a couple of things that have happened to him, but for some reason I just couldn't get them edited right. So yeah, he's, we're working. He's going to resend stuff. them. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we want. Good. Some good stories. He's got. And yeah, we actually talked about Krampus last year. We did. We talked a little bit about it. We were fascinated by the endless sack. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we're gonna do yeah, the whole like, thing tonight. No, we had, now his cohorts are out. And Philip actually said, "Are you going to do a Christmas special, maybe on Krampus?" So you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Have a little cheer. <laughs> well, this is about as cheery as I guess really? we'll get. Oh yeah. But besides Krampus, and we will get to him. There are a few other ones. There's actually a lot of them. We're only going to pick a few of them. <laughs> There's so many we can't do them all. Well, Don, here's the thing. You brought this up to me before we um, opened up the show. They're all very similar. Yeah, either they're variations of the same story or for some reason everybody had the same idea at the same time. Yeah, it's almost like every one of them is a Krampus wannabe. Right, it's like like the Beatles and then the British Invasion, all these other bands. (laughs) The funny thing is is that every single one of them, the story is how... They all come with St. Nicholas. so A lot uh, of them do, yeah. All I can picture, do. though, is St. Nicholas coming to every house and a whole line of Krampus, different kinds of Krampus is coming behind <laughs> I, them. Yeah, I, I keep thinking of good cop, bad cop. <laughs> That's what it's you like. What I mean? It's like, oh, That's hi, exact- Santa. Oh, are you uh, good? Oh, Santa's here. Uh, here you weren't he that good? Okay. You can, now sit, well, sit right there. We're going to come in, Jimmy, and devour your soul. <laughs> but, uh, but You we, say devour my coal? No, we said so. No, soul. So we do have a few uh, a few that we want to talk about. Don, I got to tell you, Don, when I talk to him about certain topics, he and he really gets into it, but some of them, like, he, I've never seen someone get so excited to talk about the neck Ruprecht. The neck Ruprecht. <laughs> or Hans Trop. Hans Trop. But his favorite one is Belsnickel. Belsnickel. <laughs> You want to start off with Belschnickel? Let's do Belschnickel. Let's talk about Belschnickel. People in Pennsylvania are going, don't talk about Belschnickel. <laughs> Belschnickel. <laughs> He's the demon, the one with the golden Anyway, uh, it's a Pennsylvania Dutch character. Yes. It came from the German. You know what I mean? Yes. And, but people also don't realize that Pennsylvania Dutch is Dutch is actually from Deutsch. It's a form of German. Didn't It seems like every one of these came from German. Lot, yeah, yeah, right. It seemed like it. well, <laughs> history is telling us a lot of good stuff 
weird stuff and not good stuff comes out of Germany. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So well, some of these things are, are less horrible than things we really know about. <laughs> yeah, really. They're like uh, nursery rhymes compared to that. <laughs> so what What exactly was Belschnickel? Belschnickel. He really was like Krampus. They said, once again, like you were saying, mm-hmm. he was known as Santa's right hand. Yes. You know what I mean? And I don't want to go into what that's all about. But uh, it could be a whole other story. That is a there's a, a bad porno. Uh, Again, if you can get the kids, get the kids out, out of the room, because <laughs> if they hear this, they might meet Krampus. Uh, anyway, he would come around. It was the same thing. He was dressed the same way, like the beard, the ratty clothes. They almost yeah. like scarecrows. Yeah, they're, they're always done up like they just come out of the woods or something to scare people. And it's like he would come around uh, like a couple of weeks before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And ask people questions. Yeah, <laughs> and you had like depending on your answers, whether you were, whether you knew anything or whether you were good or bad, depending on how you answered it. I guess he would just put you on the list. What's your favorite color? <laughs> what is what's the philosophy of a swallow? American swallow or European swallow? Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's like it's the same thing. He's going to come, but the questions. He's going to question you. Yeah, and you get a lot of stories like this where things have to question you. You know, and, and, and here's where I go off another digression. It's like similar to the Blue Men of Min, which is in the waters off, sides, off of Scotland, Western Scotland up there. Okay. No, wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, they okay. ask, they come by, they swim to the ship, sailors look over, and they, 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 they recite lines of poetry. And you have to know the poetry and finish that. Otherwise, they, they do something bad, sink your ship or whatever. Is it like popular poetry? You hope so. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? My friend wrote that in the third grade. <laughs> it's by an unknown poet no, named Newman. Named <laughs> But wait a minute. No, it made me tip your boat. Finish it. Here's one of the things that when you were talking about Bell Schnickel this Bell morning, Schnickel. Um, it said very similar to that, what he would do is he would sneak down the instead of sneaking down the chimney he would rap on the window and he shook bells bell snicker and he he had a sack with candy in one hand and a switch in the other <laughs> now for those of you who don't know what a switch is it's like a stick you like a three or four foot stick with a good whip and those stink weird things is that peel well it was harder than that though i know and um, usually they they love to use birch ones because they were they were really hard. It's like the Richard Pryor thing he talks about that you get a sweet. They make you pick out your own switch. Yeah, and he goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, I don't want to get hit. He goes, and if you but if you brought back a small one, you got it worse. You got it and worse. And they would really yeah. beat the hell out of you. But now, so he would he would ask the children if they've been good all year, <laughs> and if they said yes, he would say, "Okay, I need you to recite a poem or a Bible verse." And whoever stumbled or behaved badly were whacked with a stick to remind them to change their ways. As Don said, this did originate in southwest Germany, France, and Switzerland. But then it came with the emigrants to the Pennsylvania Dutch communities here in Pennsylvania yeah, which, and the which new one, world. Which, once again, is the evolution of a story. You Because know, we've seen that with other stories. You, you see that from, as we've covered stories from Africa to the Caribbean Mm-hmm. Or, or stories from the France into Louisiana, or whatever, the Rougarou. Yeah, you see these things evolve. You know, that's how it is. Yes, I mean, there's... Prob- the telling of it The telling of it evolves, not the core of it. Now, look at it this way. Bell Snickle, Bell Snickle. actually Bell Snickle. was one of the 
less terrifying ones because he only kind of hit you with a switch. Yeah. And, you know, if you didn't answer the questions or, you know, if you said, hey, yeah, I was, I was bad. You couldn't cheat. Right. The thing, too, well, they but he didn't also, kill you also or take your soul. Well, occasionally he would put people in a sack. He would do that. Bellsnickel would? It said he could put them in a sack or he would put them to work. Helping, like going around carrying stuff for him. Stuff that would like. be helpful today with that, the workforce. I'm just that's, saying that that's just a different version. Of wow, so you know. see, that is a different version. Maybe the version I saw was the uh, the watered down version. <laughs> yeah, of the woke, the woke version. Exactly. Something came out of the area with trees and <laughs> approached the younger person in our party. <laughs> now, one of the other ones we spoke about was the story of neck. Ruprecht. Now I'm going to spell this so that if you want to look this up, it's uh, Necht, K-N-E-C-H-T, and Ruprecht, which is R-U-P-R-E-C-H-T. Ruprecht was the guy's name. Ruprecht. Uh, Necht means servant. Oh, so he was like servant Ruprecht. That's German for servant. So he was like... like, well, because of the story, he became a servant yeah. of Santa. Of Santa. Of they call him his Santa's dark companion. <laughs> but now the thing is, too, when well, you... Well, you can say that about the... You can say that about the, you know, the Rat Pack with Sammy Davis Jr. You know? <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this ain't getting picked up. Um, oh, I love that guy. No, but, but the thing is, too, if you look at pictures of Necht Ruprecht, um, he kind of does look like Krampus. Once got, again, yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the horns, whole thing. The chains, the tongue. You know, the thing, the thing with Krampus, though, he's got the huge tongue hanging out like he's an anteater. Yes, exactly. They all get that. I guess that's that's to imply hunger. I think like, he's going to eat you. So yeah, I'm sure that. I'm sure that's, that's exactly like when you see those. those you see those like uh, Samoan uh, haka dancers where they come out and they do a ceremony. Oh dance, yeah, mm-hmm. and they have their tongue out. Mm-hmm. That's to imply to the person they're dancing or the enemy that they're going to eat them. Oh, originally okay. that's what that means. Now. He what he would do is it says that he would also come around with Saint Nicholas. Now the main thing is Saint Nicholas Day is December sixth, and he would go around with Saint Nicholas, but yet he would, according to German tradition, he appears in the homes on Saint Nicholas Day and he asks parents about their children's behavior. Once again, they show up and question people, right? And if like they, they're making up a list for Santa, what's going to happen? Don't go there. We have that kid in the sack. We got that kid already. But then if the parents say, well, the kids were kind of bad, he would give them switches to use on the bad children before <laughs> he dragged them into the woods. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. So not only is the kid... I'm going to beat you and take you into the woods. And then drag you into the woods. Oh, my <laughs> you God. Know, and it's like, well, the thing was how he started. Rupert, this is the story. They they don't know whether they, they call him either a dark elf or a demon now. Okay. Okay. But he was like a real person. This guy Rupert. Rupert. <laughs> sound like sound like what's his name? Uh, Christopher Walken. Rupert. Rupert. This guy is Rupert. <laughs> uh, wow. But uh, dark elf or demon? But Saint Nick supposedly Saint Nicholas was crossing Germany and stopped the rest. He, stop, he stops off, sees Ruprecht there, realizes that Ruprecht has just killed his three sons. Oh, really? Yeah. So St. Nick sees wow. all this, revives the children, brings them back to life. He's okay. much more powerful than they thought he was. Forget that whole Rudolph thing. But uh, he brought these kids back, and Ruprecht, he cursed him 
to be his servant and gave him immortality. So he would be his, like, have to do his dirty, dirty work forever. Wow. And he would also, once again, he was also somebody who put kids in a sack. Yeah. Yeah, because he would drag them into the woods. <laughs> it's kind of like, be good. You don't have a chance at redemption. We're just going to get rid of you. There is no redemption uh, with these guys. These guys are <laughs> really, all or nothing. just going to get rid of you. Yeah, really. What did you say? Did you do a dirty joke? Did you do dirty material? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out now. It's like I used to think of my act is about growing up in Newark. I woke up one night on Christmas and I saw Santa putting everything in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and see, but once again, look at the similarities. There. Yeah, and the same. And there's a demonic impression, right? Very demonic. So you have this saint running with a demon, which is really weird. Really, weird. I mean, it's an extreme version of good and evil yeah. packed into one. Yeah. But it's like, what's the lesson there? To terrify children also, not what's just What's the for, lesson there? You know, you know? I mean, are they, these like really uh, harsh Christian people, like, you know, orthodox? Well, apparently they were pretty harsh Christian people. I mean, if you look at all the um, all the things that went on back then in, you know, the the 5th and 6th and 7th centuries, that when all <laughs> well, that's when you saw, started. Also, I don't know if it has anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. But that you would have people would have children. You know, they had five kids. Maybe they, they four made it. Right. You know what that's I mean. People would too. lose a lot of kids back then. So maybe that's what they told the other ones. Well, Bell Schnickel took them off in the sack. You know. Yeah. I mean, because these were people. They weren't living with a lot of the conveniences we have now. These people had to chop their own wood to stay warm. They lived in old wooden houses. They had like uh, you know. Yeah. Weatherproof and yeah. all that. They had to grow their own food. And so maybe they couldn't tolerate anybody deviating. It's like the witch trials. They couldn't tolerate anybody being deviating from the path that kept the whole group going. Kept the community going in one direction. I mean, in a hive-like way, you know. That's weird. For survival, that's how, it, you know, that's what happens. Societies deem what's good, what's bad for survival. And unfortunately today, it's just arbitrary. There's no real purpose to people's decisions on what we're supposed to do or say. That's what gets me. A lot of my people came here because the English told them you couldn't say, you couldn't use your language, couldn't wear your clothes you wanted to wear, couldn't listen to your music, chased them off their land. And like, then I come here and I got to be told what to wear, right. what to say. <laughs> it ain't going to work. That's not going to work. So one of the last ones that you had looked at that you thought was pretty interesting was Hans Trapp. Hans Trapp. This is another one I think with a real guy. Yes. <clears throat> the, yeah, like I've the germ of this, at least. Yeah, the germ of this <laughs> in Germany. The, this one's in France, actually. Yeah, Al, the Alsace-Lorraine region of Alsace-Lorraine. France. Alsace-Lorraine. Yeah, Check you out. I know these Teddy's, things. Teddy's been studying when I'm not here. He's, I, he's in, the, uh, you know what? You didn't get Rosetta Stone, did no, you? No, you know what happens? Don does so much of the background for these things. I make that up. And Well, if you make it up, you're doing a good job <laughs> of it. <laughs> And I sometimes I feel like what well, I don't do anything. <laughs> so I I'll really say, that's not true. Well, no, but sometimes I feel that that's way. Really not because sometimes I'm sitting here, I'm going. I hope he look check the dates <laughs> on this. I got the story, but I hope you know it's like I got the general color of the game, but you got the statistics sometimes. Well, you know? well that, that's why I did a lot more I'll uh, say reading. Slowly. I'll say well, that's slowly. what it, you get to certain portions of of Europe, and it is like. There's a, there's a bleed over between cultures. Some of them are cultures in between. Mm-hmm. Like you have places between France and Germany, or whatever, or yes. Belgium, where the people are kind of like, or, yeah. or Switzerland and Austria. There's a lot of similarities, but they're different in some ways. Yeah, know? right. They are all different. But it's there's almost some like dialects. Over. 
And they all know, speak the same kind yeah. of language, but different dialects. And now they're all speaking English better than we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's why you have things like, too, like in Spain, between Spain and probably France, you have the, the Pyrenees there, we have the Basque people live. Mm-hmm. And they're totally different. Yeah. They're the, I mean, they're, they're their own people. Yeah. So what's the story with this Von Trapp? I don't know. I'm tired. Oh, no, of did I say Hans or Von? I hope he's not one of the Von Trapp oh, family. I was just thinking that the Von Trapp family. <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound oh, of evil. Of evil children. Um, this guy is another one. He was he was again, Hans Trapp was France like 1400s. Right. I can't you know. Uh, he was a real powerful guy. Owned a lot of land. Mm-hmm. Had some money. He was pretty rich, but he wanted more. He wanted more power. So supposedly he tried to make a deal with the devil. And he made this deal. The church found out what he was doing, mm-hmm. and they excommunicated him and took all his wealth and, and his uh, property and everything. Right. Which, if you knew the church back then, they were always looking for that excuse. Oh, oh a Knights Templar? Uh, yeah, they're evil. Give me all that stuff. I'll take that. Yeah, I owe them money. Uh, they're evil. Uh, and so they took all his stuff. He was excommunicated. But what he did was he went to a, he retreated to a mountain home, like one of these mountains over there. He became like a hermit. Yeah, and he uh, exactly he looked like a crazy. He became crazy and evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, what he did was he started venturing out, dressed almost like a scarecrow. Yeah, he would have like stuff stuffed in there, like straw and everything. And he uh, and eventually he they caught him. He killed and ate a ten year old kid. Ugh. And uh, holy crap! But what happened after that? He was. Hit by lightning, and the lightning sent him to hell. And, oh, okay. that, and now he goes back on Christmas Eve looking for bad kids. Oh, so even though the lightning sent him to hell, he still comes back. Like he's being sent from hell to punish to kids. To punish kids. Or to find the bad kids and take them down there because you're going to be punished now for being evil. Wow. And they're like, well, aren't you evil? That's not the point. you know. Well, here's the thing about... Um about not only him, but um, Belsnickel and... Um, oh, they're all variations. They are, but think of this. Now, the biggest thing going on, especially in this country, is Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> yeah. So what we're actually doing is we're, we're putting elves on a shelf and we're telling our children that this elf is going to report back to Santa every night yeah. On whether you were naughty or nice. Yeah. And then we move the elf to different spots. My granddaughters and my grandson have Oh, it becomes elf. a very obsessive thing. It's it and it's crazy. And and every morning they're in a different spot. And we went just this past weekend um with the family and we were we were going to just walk around the Peddler's Village in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. And um, Did you see Bell Snickel? We did not see Bell Snickel. Um I'll Imagine you kids sitting on Bell Snickel's lap. Uh I'll fill you in on what happened in uh, Pedro's okay, Belgium. Okay. It's not pretty. That'll be a whole episode in itself. But um, but if you say to the kids, like when they're acting, like when my granddaughter Mia starts acting up, if I say to her, okay, I'm just telling, you know, the elf's name is Pinky. I'm t- I'm just going to tell Pinky, and Pinky's going to call in. no, 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 Papa, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's funny. They love Well, I guess that's what the same this thing. elf. This, uh. The same mechanism, you know. What yeah, I mean? it, it's like they're being spied upon by an elf for Santa. They like him, but they don't want to piss him off. Right? Exactly. They. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I saw one once again. I saw one on one of the Facebook uh, 
uh, pages that I look at from the other side from Scotland. There's one for Still Gaming. They had a picture of the elf. Said so uh-huh. you've heard of elf on the shelf. It had the elf with like a bottle of vodka. This is like uh, it was a naughty on the body or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a drunken elf. A drunken elf. But well, uh, well all of these that Don uh, did a lot of. Well, did some research on. Yeah, there's really not a there's lot. There's not that much. It's amazing. Really. You know, guy comes down and hey. grabs a kid, puts him in a sack. As soon as you start reading it, today you'd be a same. mailman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, that leads us to the most famous demon of all. You know who he is? Krampus, the goat head elf. The goat head elf thing. Go, goat head elf thing. <laughs> he's got a very long tongue. <laughs> and now, he's got some horns on his head. <laughs> and he's going to get him some. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the most famous. He is. He won't have it. Anybody tries to, ever tries to copy no. him? He ain't he, he's, he's the original Krampus. So when we say, okay, who is Krampus? Well, Krampus is a horned figure. <laughs> He's from central and eastern Alpine area of Europe. Is it near the Alsace Lorraine? I think it's very close. Okay, just checking. Uh, and during the Advent season, he scares children who are naughty. Now, Advent, for those of you who don't know, uh, that's that Advent season is basically comprises the four Sundays that lead up to Christmas Day. So this year, Advent actually started on Sunday, November 27th, and it's actually a time of expectancy and anticipation for the celebration of Christmas and Jesus' birth. You mean it's not when, like, Bell invented the telephone? What? <laughs> Bell invented the telephone. It was a stupid joke. All right, move on. Uh, Maybe it's good we're not doing comedy anymore. Don't, <laughs> don't start. Doesn't mean I'm not psychotic. Uh, yes, like somebody said, they have Advent. They didn't have an Advent calendar, but what they do is they go into their kitchen, open the cabinets each day, and just eat what's ever there. <laughs> That's another thing, the Advent calendar. Um, if you've never seen one, it, you definitely should look online for an Advent calendar. I remember having one as a kid, and it had like the 24 days, 25 days of Christmas. It wow. started on December 1st. And every day you'd open it up and you would get a piece of chocolate and have a you know a winter scene or a piece of candy of some sort. But those things are pretty cool. Um, but that's basically, so Advent was not only a time of anticipation, but also, I think, of worry of Krampus. Really? Of, of Krampus coming, yeah. At least in that Alpine area of, you know, Germany and, and France and Switzerland. And the original... The original origin of Krampus isn't even known, but what's, it seems to go back to like pre-Christian stuff. What's like amazing, yeah, stuff. I'm sure it does. If I really wanted to really go that far back, but a lot of it would be speculation. But you look at this and you go, I don't know, but why would you, it seems like a lot of work to, to uh, on a holiday to give your kid an image of a horrifying thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like they got to a point where they said life itself is horrifying enough. Yeah. In the Middle Ages and all this stuff and around those times. And they said, you know, let's just like turn it a little bit. Let's make it turn it towards the good side more. Was it just to scare them to be good? I have no idea. Were kids that bad? You know, people always talk about what they were thinking back then and how people were. You don't know. It's impossible. To think about how somebody was thinking in the 1400s in Europe, for you and me, is like talking to somebody from another planet. Yeah. 
you might speak the same language relatively. Mm-hmm. The mindset, you, you have no idea what people are really thinking. Yeah. You, know, you think you do. You speculate. And most of what you hear about people, you say, this is what they thought. This is what they do. It's all conjecture. Yeah, you don't, don't know, know that. Really. You have to be a psychiatrist and talk to everybody. You know, the other thing is that um, there's a lot of stories that Krampus, he would, you know, he would hit the kids with the switch. But <laughs> What's also, again with the switch? He also helped Santa, supposedly, or St. Nick, by giving um, small gifts to children who were good. But back then, they weren't toys and stuff. They were like dried fruits, <laughs> nuts, chocolates, really? walnuts. Here's some beef jerky for three Here's months some, to keep you alive. Exactly. Well, but, yeah, it's, it's, that's the thing with these guys. They, they, they emphasize these really bad, horrible things because it's like here you have the main guy like Santa. He's good. He's great. He's taking care of everybody. The bad people don't deserve that treatment. So they yeah. get the other guy who's, like, nasty to them. Here, you, I yeah. might give you something. I might not. Yeah. This is what you get. This is the bad service you get when you don't tip. You know what I mean? But the thing is, not only is it just a bad thing, but in many uh, stories, Krampus, you know, actually takes the children. I mean, it's not bad. That, that's yeah. like the and then That's what I, I saw like some notes, too. That they, a lot of people say that he's much older than St. Nick. Yes, much older. Because they probably, like you pointed out to me earlier before we came on, he's probably uh, was an old archetype Krampus. Mm-hmm. And then you had St. Nicholas, who was a real person, yeah. who was taking care of kids, and that's what he was known for, this whole thing. Well, mm-hmm. Like St. Nick. And it seems like they kind of merged the two into the, yeah. the into the, like the, the, the Santa character. And these societies, these cultures still separate them somehow. Yeah, it's like it's like it's yeah. like, like they're a brain in their different hemispheres, you know. Hmm. So again, Krampus, he is a horned figure. <laughs> Who isn't a horned figure? But what days? else? He's got cloven the hooves, teeth, a long tongue, cloven hooves like the devil. Sometimes a cape. Yes, sometimes the cape. He carries chains, which again, those chains are thought to symbolize the binding of the devil. To the Christian Church, I knew it. you. You knew that came along later. Oh well, they de- the church had to get because yeah, early the on they probably didn't even have chains. But, yeah, but that yeah they had to get that yeah because he would take the naughty to hell in his bottomless sack. Now the thing is, and the chains too are a representation of your burden. And we spoke about it earlier too. Those chains, that symbolism of the chains. Yeah. Was really in also a Christmas Carol right. with we talked Jacob about, Marley. We talked about we talked about that once with tr- a little bit with Dickens and the uh, and the how he, he pretty much established that that kind of uh, Christmas legend that we live with now. Yeah, but it was that kind of thing. Like it was it's supposedly that another time of year like Halloween, where the, the veneer is very thin between right. both worlds. The hell is thin. And so he uh, and but that's the same thing with Jacob Marley. And that to me that was always. Inadvertently, it was always the best representation to me of karma. People always say, karma yeah. is this, karma. No, that's karma. These are the chains I forged in life. That's right. You know, yard, foot, inch by inch, yard by, by yard, yard. lockboxes and keys. It's like, no, this is what I have to carry now because the miserable life I have. Yeah. And then he tells him. Yours is worse. Yours is worse. Many years ago. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Are you sure? Maybe well, a bit of bunda just the cheese. Well, and... <laughs> In Austria in 1923, Krampus and all Kramps Nacht, which means night, Krampus Night activities 
were banned. Because for a very long time, December 5th, which was the night before St. Nicholas, the Feast of St. Nicholas, would be Krampus knocked. Yeah. And they people would dress as Krampus. They, they would Now they do parade. it again. They do it again, yeah. It's pretty spectacular. But they actually thought in Austria in 1923, they said, this is too terrifying yeah, for maybe children. I, I, maybe I missed it because it said 1932. So maybe it's 1922. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder, it doesn't matter. They did but, it. But, but they did Because I was thinking if it was 32, I'm thinking they banned Krampus in 32. And then they had the rise of Hitler. Like right. they, they didn't have room for both of them. Isn't that? Yeah. I would put you all in my sack. Oh my God, that is such a. When you look at the dates of that, that is a really that is weird. A, because they're like, no, we can't have that. You but, know. But then somewhere in the fifties, Krampus made a huge He's comeback. Back. He's and back. And I mean, even to this day, if you go on YouTube and and you look at, you look up Krampus knocked, and it'll show you the. The parades and the people dressed as Krampus and they're trying to scare the people watching the yeah. parade that they have. And it and I mean it's really scary. It's it's a heck of a lot more scary than the um uh Greenwich Village Halloween parade. Oh yeah. That was, that's a or you, even you, like you were talking about the Salem thing. The, yeah, exactly. it's so much scarier. Yeah, they really are because they really look the part. And you only really need one, but there's dozens of there's, them. Oh, there's so many of them. And it's such a paganistic Middle Ages thing to look at. You know what I mean? When you see these, when you see ceremonies and parades, and there are a lot of them still go on around Europe and around the, oh, the yeah. world. Some of them you look at and they just look so bizarre. Like there's the, uh, the or, I don't know, what the, I can't think of their name right now. There's, an, there's a Catholic order that claim, they protect this thing that has a drop of uh, Jesus' blood in it. Oh, yeah. What do they call the? I can't. Um, they the call order, that. the order, something sangri. I don't know. It's something yeah. of the blood of Christ or something. But like what that. do they call those things when you have um, like a relic? A relic, yeah. It's a relic. Yeah, they supposedly have relics. It's okay. A relic. But when they do their parades, yeah, and they come out, they're all there. They, it's almost like a KKK thing because that's an old thing. They have these huge pointed cat, and they're all in red. Yes, and they're marching down. And if you didn't know what that was, you'd be like, "You'd be scared shitless." What's this like H.P. Lovecraft novel? Yeah, you know exactly because you don't know that. There's portions of the world that still cling on to these things. People haven't changed that much. We think because people changed on Facebook and on social media, that's not the real world. Yeah, that's not the real world. What's funny is I always think of when I see parades. Like I'm doing a little bit of research for this. I saw some of the Krampus uh, night festivities, and I laughed because I always think of a friend of mine, Joe Fernandez. Oh, yeah. Who, um, he's a comic, oh, and yeah. we went to Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Or it was, um, or Penhurst Asylum, one of them. You, you went, did you go to Eastern State on Halloween? Yes, we did. That's, that's Eastern State. Yeah, and then we also went to Penhurst Asylum oh, for you Halloween. Did. And, and they let you out? And Joe had a very funny thing he said where it was like, this would be, because he was afraid of all this stuff. Oh, that's where you go. This would be the perfect spot for a homicidal maniac to just do his thing. Yeah, I've because always said that. It, he's right in the middle of where all this fake killing is going on. Well, there, there's many places like that where you hear things moving around the building and they go up there and you don't see anybody. Yeah. Those abandoned buildings, there's a lot. Don't you see? If you walk into a place and you see graffiti, you know other people are there. Right. But imagine being at one of these Krampus night festivals 
and one of the guys dressed as Krampus just all of a sudden decides I'm going to kill. Well, yeah, that's people. the well, yeah, yeah, you that, know, that's yeah. The, well, thanks for playing that in people's heads. But no, but <laughs> but, but, but I think of that. You see, you have to, you have to have your. This is like I used to teach. Uh, Self-defense, and my thing was I used to tell everybody in everyday life, just like in boxing, protect yourself at all times. Yes, at Nobody all Nobody else is going to do it. Right. Keep your Keep your wits about you. If you see trouble, just walk away. Move. Yeah. You know it doesn't seem right. You yeah. have to develop. You can't just trust everybody and go, well, I want to be a better person. doesn't mean they're a better person. Right. Now, there, yeah. is, there is a movie out, Krampus. Oh, there's several. There's a bunch of them. I saw one of them. I'll try to find the link to it. Um, it wasn't... That bad. It I thought with Tony Collette. Good. Yes, the one with Tony Collette. Yeah. All right, so Visually, that's it was creepy as hell. I, I, I didn't like the story. The, the story goes off the, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the story does. Because it's a movie. But visually, yes. it's very good. So if you're looking for the Krampus movie, look for the one with Tony Collette. I want to throw one last thing out um, before we close the show. Why does it have to be the last? <laughs> I know. It goes so fast. Well, how, all right. I mean, we've already been talking for 36 minutes. I don't want to know that. Well, I just told you. <laughs> well, that's like an average Listen, conversation. That's happy. like an average conversation with me on the phone when I say, do you have a minute? <laughs> that is true. Be, like, be happy. I didn't use the whiteboard. Well, that's true. Whiteboard's coming, though. We got some stuff coming up that we're going to need the whiteboard. <laughs> don't when, threaten me. When we talk about Admiral Bird, bitch, you Admiral are using the Bird. whiteboard. Admiral, we, uh, we would need maps, a compass, <laughs> you know, scouts. Well, um, here's one thing. Now, this has nothing to do with Krampus. But what it has to do with is another religion's take on what goes on for Christmas and Christmas Eve. And that's the Jewish people. The Jewish people and Christians. And, I, and this is really quick. They have a term for Christmas Eve. And they called it Niddle knot. All right, so everyone knows from all these knock things, knock is night. So niddle was Christmas Eve night. And uh, basically on this night, mostly Hasidic Jews would refrain from the study of the Torah, which really goes against everything because they study the Torah every day. Yeah, that's um, odd. And then they wouldn't do other things such as they had, they made sure they would, they, had sexual abstinence. They um, they ate large amounts of garlic. I have no idea why, and it never said why they it did. It never saw Dracula. <laughs> and they limited their social gatherings. That's odd. And a lot of the more... I would ref- like to ask somebody. But a lot of the more reformed um, temples and communities... Don't follow that. That niddle no, knock. I would, I would like just, to actually ask a, a, an Orthodox person, a Hasidic person, what that was about. Yeah, because it's, you know, you almost want to, you almost think that they're kind of, in a way, trying to distance themselves from even hearing about. No, I don't, I don't get that coming. impression. You don't think so? No, I get the impression that 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 time of year and everything has a certain connotation. And that's what they do to deal with it. Mm. You know what I mean? They feel something around the same time. Doesn't mean they're going to do it. That doesn't necessarily mean it's anti-Christian or. Oh no! Don't, I, I don't. No, mean I don't mean it that. I didn't mean it that. Yeah, way. I meant that they didn't want to hear about it. I think they just knew. Maybe they thought it was a time to just lay low mm. for some reason. 
for for religious reasons. Because what's what's and also they suffered a lot of pogroms over the years. Yeah. So you know that might have something to do. But I mean, what's strange is that they the Jewish people did, in many cases, did believe that Jesus existed. Well, gotta, they just didn't think he was the guy. Well, yeah, you got to realize that uh, Hebraic uh, tradition and their writing is the basis of what our society is built on. Yeah. Because you went from there, you went to the, to the New Testament mm-hmm. of Jesus, and also you have the Quran, which is supposedly where, for Islamic people, where it picks up from there. Yeah. So they, they, they're all the root of Abraham. Abraham. That's, Abraham, that's right. Is the root of all that. E- yeah. Even even in the Middle East, uh, you have, uh, I don't know if it's his sons, two sons that split off or cousins or something from the tribe, and they became the Palestinians oh, yeah. and, and the Jews. And the Jews, that's so right. They're all kind of related in a Semitic way, but I, I wouldn't swear to that. But I'm saying it must be some kind of tradition, maybe it has some kind of tradition that has nothing to do with Christianity. Now, I'll tell you this. If anyone has the chance to get an answer to this, it's going to be Don. Because he will strike up a conversation with them. I actually talk, to, yeah, I actually yeah, talk no. to people. Yeah, I would ask. Ask them about Nidlmach. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> my wife always cries. So she goes, "They should just send you to Guantanamo." They real. See, I had two conversations today, just real quick. I had to, I had to take her to physical therapy. My wife isn't well, and uh, guy came in, African American guy comes mm-hmm. in, and he had like crutches and everything. He struck. I said, and he had some he had some iced coffee put down. I said, do you want to get that for you? You look at me. No, we were talking. I said, what'd you do? Did you blow your knee out? He goes, no, I got shot. You got shot. He goes, yeah, I got shot in the knee. And shot. Oh, I go, wow. I go, that, that's tough. I, I thought maybe any time about that. And tell me where it happened and everything. And he goes, yeah, you know, but the one on my chest is all right. That, that oh. was okay. And I'm like, he's telling me his whole story. Yeah, his whole I told him about a guy I knew who used to be a comic. He's gone now. Who was, I knew who was shot in L.A. once five times. Jeez. And he survived. He was a little kooky after that, but he survived. But he survived. But, and then I came home, and the woman next door who's like, woman moved out, she comes out, she starts telling me her old, I find out where she was born. Where she, and I go in, I tell my wife, she goes, we were out there five minutes, you have a dossier on this people. I said, that's I, what I do. I said, people just love to tell you things. I think, so I think that we're going to find out what Niddle Knocked is all about in the coming weeks. I will ask. As uh, Don finds out. I will ask. Um, Don, before we go, I, I want to, again, I want to thank everyone uh, yeah. for listening. I hope that everyone, whatever holiday you celebrate if it's christmas merry christmas if you're jewish happy hanukkah yeah. if you're uh celebrating uh kwanzaa happy kwanzaa Kwanza. whatever it is uh we want you to have a great holiday um if you find in your heart that you want to support the show in the show notes there is a link to supporting the show any little bit uh can help uh and we really would appreciate that don i just want to tease the audience with we're gonna with have a feather with a feather, we have an upcoming show. We have a uh, we have a guest coming up, um, Rich Carucci. Oh yeah, and Rich is going to give us some <laughs> amazing information. Rich, Rich is a guy we've known for a long time. Rich is a very funny character. We both love the guy, and he's a comic, and he's just a, he's and, a, he's an interesting character, and he's doing something with the paranormal. Yeah, I was going to say, so I never would have thought that he would be involved in the paranormal, but he is. As he said. I'm into all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm into all that. Okay, good. He's a good guy. But we're going to have Rich on probably on uh, the first show of the new year. (laughs) We're going to get him in. I've I've been keeping him on the line for a while. He's excited to do this, and it could be good. But we're definitely going to get him in. Um, I hope you enjoyed the light background Christmas, peaceful Christmas music 
Yeah. It is coming to us courtesy of Tim Janis and Tim YouTube. Janice. And um, Don, anything? Uh, remember, you know what's funny? I just what? remembered something, a memory. Some years back, a few years back, you and I ran into each other, or almost ran into each other. We were at the uh, Mannheim Steamroller Show. Wasn't that the one we were at? Mannheim Steamroller? No, no, no. It was the other one. Trans-Siberian Trans- I'm sorry. Trans-Siberian. Oh, we were yeah. both at the same show. Yeah, we were both at the same show. Yeah. It was very weird. And That's it was a great right. show. That was a great show. That guy show. since passed away, though. The guy was in charge of all that. The guy oh, who, did he? Yeah, who started all that. Oh, that was but my it was, first it was time. really a good show. It was a good show. <laughs> it was very bizarre. It was fun. It's, it was fun. And we, it turned out we were both there. That's strange. It's, <laughs> it's odd. Is there anything else that you want to uh, share before we uh, say good night and uh, I would have just a great say holiday? I would just say whatever holiday tradition you celebrate, celebrate the best parts of that and forget the bad parts against anybody else. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, and now I have to go and continue putting together the kitchen I got for my granddaughters, which mm. says it takes about an hour and a half. I'm three <laughs> hours in, and I'm nowhere close. And if they were there, it'd be a finished. week. And I thought you were going to say put together the whiteboard. No, the whiteboard. We don't need that. The whiteboard. It just comes together. Everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Really Happy, happy New Year, Really. <laughs>